welcome to Pass the Brain Cell, a podcast where a couple of idiots pass our collective brain cell and explain our weird media fixations to each other. Uh, my name is Remy. I use they, them pronouns. And uh, I actually have two fun facts. One fun fact is that I'm dog sitting right now and the dogs cannot bear to be separated from me for two seconds. So they're, uh, if you hear any chewing noises or screaming noises, that's them. That's um, me. Chews and oh, screams. Uh, and my other fun fact is that um, I, me and a couple of my friends once got an entire chat server shut down. <laughs> and that's what? a foreshadowing. What? It's foreshadowing. Is that foreshadowing? I'll tell you okay, later. Okay, fine. So it's, you can't. Is you that can't, a surprise tool that'll help us later? It's a surprise tool that'll help it's, us later. It's, if you say it's foreshadowing, it's not really foreshadowing. Yes, it is. Us. I can do what so, I want. No, you're not. So it's foreplay. It's foreplay. <laughs> it's foreplay. It's um, foreplay. Hi, my name's my name's Adriana. Uh, my pronouns are she, hi, her, and hi. And um, f- true fact. <laughs> um, I googled the minimum age requirement to use a microwave. What is it? I never thought about that, huh? <laughs> You've never what? thought about it, huh? No. Well, I need to know now. Bitch. What is it? It's seven. What? Whoa. That's yeah, fair. That's probably when that's I started cool. using a microwave. Yeah. <laughs> but I was I was curious. I needed to know. That's probably legal using a microwave for sure. Do they give you a little ID <laughs> when you turn seven and they're like, here you go. Here's your microwave <laughs> permit. It's your microwave license. <laughs> You've made it. I... <laughs> What if we've all been living out with without a microwave license and like we've just been doing crimes? Oh, you haven't taken your microwave test? Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I have. I'm Lucy. Sorry. sorry, I don't want to interrupt the bit. Are we still riffing? No. Well, it's dead no. now, I guess. I'm sorry. I feel like I fucked it up. <laughs> no, Please. you're good. No, you're microwaves, good. right, guys? Um. My name Lucy. My name's Lucy. Um, it's good to be back. I've been gone for a minute. Um, did you tell people why yeah, I was you were, gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah we you were. Yeah, you were in MasterChef. Remember that? <laughs> um, <laughs> in case uh, it actually wasn't brought up previously, uh, I, I broke my hand uh, a few weeks ago, and I no, yeah, on MasterChef. MasterChef on MasterChef. Well, um, well, that first I, week she was becoming a cyborg. Gordon Ramsay like broke her um, hand. The the thing. Okay, I didn't think that that was a very fun fact. So I also wanted to say that uh, I know firsthand the maximum amount of tabs you can have open on an iPhone. Yeah, on me the too. Web browser. Oh my god. And it's five hundred, and I know that because I reach five hundred every few weeks. Yeah, it's five hundred. You guys are insane for private and right. Uh, so technically, you can have a thousand for, open. Yeah, you can have a thousand, but right. who's gonna not use private? Right. <laughs> that's me nice yeah. that's Lucy which means it means it's Kaylin's turn oh, it's time fuck. for somebody um. else's intro <laughs> shut <laughs> up sorry I was just waiting my turn it's your turn um. <laughs> it's your turn though <laughs> um okay my name is Kaylin my pronouns are she her and um one time when I was in high school, I was probably like 14, I showed my mom this meme because I thought it was funny. And it was like a picture of somebody like stapling like $20 to their like test at school. 
to like <laughs> bribe their teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And um, in the picture, the stapler was like red and it looked exactly like one we had at home. So my mom was like, did you make that? And I was like, no. <laughs> and she was like, I don't believe you. That's our stapler. And that means you stole $20 from me. Because why would you have $20? <laughs> and I got interrogated. Oh, my God. That's that's my so Are you I think okay? it's really funny now. <laughs> I thought it was funny then. That reminds me of the John Mulaney bit where his dad or the mom yeah. was like, this toothbrush is bone dry. No, you killed Princess Diana. Oh, yeah. Bone. <laughs> that, I like the phrase part. bone dry because not all bones are dry. Bones aren't dry. They're my bones are super dry. Actually, so wet. <laughs> Your bone is so wet right now. <laughs> <laughs> my bone is so wet. Uh, my femur. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Uh, Lucy, can you tell us why Kyla isn't here? Uh, yeah, tell uh, us why Kyla isn't here. Kyla isn't here because um, she's uh, competing in a dance competition. It's like a 48-hour thing, and um, you just have to keep <laughs> dancing the entire time. Oh, my and, uh, God. Or what? Yeah, no, it's pretty That's rough. That's crazy. When Wait, what happened if you stop? Yeah, so when you stop dancing, you lose the competition, and whoever wins gets like a million dollars. It's pretty intense. Oh, they don't, like, kill you. No, no, I it's wish not. Did. It's not anything like that movie, but uh, huh? they do that. Anyways, um, yeah. So she's competing uh, so she can save the family farm. Oh <laughs> wow! Yeah, I heard about that. So true. Um, rough times. Yeah, well, really rough you know. Times. Yeah, I mean, because the um, you, you know the 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 groundhogs came back and so that's the, the farm is the pig going. market this time of year oh right so the farm is going oh under financially God. and it's going under physically because the groundhogs are, are um taking everything yeah, yeah. that's that crazy sense. yeah you know so who she's else is going there, under but, uh, she's gonna do all right she's got a she's got a, an ace up she's got an ace up <laughs> her sleeve she's like basically like <laughs> She's pouring uh she's pouring rock star in her eyes every interval and she's like <laughs> That sounds like some, dear old she's Kyla. Got, she's got some uh like braces strapped to her legs with vibrators at the ankles so she can like it'll move her. She's like right. sex vibrators? Oh. Yeah, like you don't have to like be doing anything like complex dance wise as long as you're like shaking. What are head. other vibrators? Yeah, what other kind of vibrators are there? Um medicinal So, um, Anyways. how are we choosing who goes first today? Is that enough? Um, I, I just oh, kept yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. Was, no, it's okay. enough. Um, it's uh, more than enough. I would like to... I would... Well, I want first I want to ask, do you guys Hard want me stop. to go first? Or do you want me to go last? Uh, I like that they're right? Uh, uh, I think you should go first. I, I think you should go first. I like having a game to start off. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. I forgot you're doing I a little a, game. I, I have a little game for you guys. Yeah. Uh, Remy's not the only game master here, okay? Adriana's the... Well, Adriana, you, you are the game master today. I am the game master. Adriana's master. always um, the riddle master. Well, we so are, I was going to say that, but the audience has no idea what that means. I think the audience can figure out what a riddle can, master is. You've never <laughs> seen a riddle master before? You're listening That's to the wrong podcast. That's why you'll never be the riddle master. <laughs> um, Listen. So this game is titled The One You've Been Waiting For. Wow. The, wow. the game 
It was wow. the, the game one? where you try to get uh, the game where you try to guess Adriana's elusive film knowledge. Yes, yes! Oh, I love this. I have yeah. been waiting for this. <laughs> yeah, we actually this time have. Um, you so have been waiting. For for context for this, um, Adriana is an enigma, um, <laughs> and we've never Adriana- met her. Out of all the people I've ever met, I've never met someone with a more randomly scattered like movie log of movies that they've seen there is no way to predict what movies adriana has and hasn't seen it's impossible yeah um, so today we'll we'll test that and see how it goes so, <laughs> so i will present you uh choices of films together and okay. you will you guys will decide which movie i have or haven't seen okay. um you get you get a point for each correct guess on the movie Mm-hmm. Uh, the movies that I have seen, yeah. uh, so mo- movies that I haven't seen, you don't get points, but you still, uh, you, you whatever. Um, so there's a prize. Oh. Oh. But you're not gonna like it. Uh, <laughs> I'll do anything for a prize. <laughs> so, so what's my incentive again? Oh, so um, see the thing is, if you try to lose, you might actually win because you can never guess. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. I don't point. think there's anything you could do to try to increase your odds. This is mostly a random chance game. Yeah. So it's a roulette. This is a game of luck. This is a lucky. So, so whoever wins is the lucky unlucky. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so you can try to lose, but who knows? No, I still want to win. I don't think might... you can try to lose, and I don't think you can try to win. <laughs> All right, so our first choice. Also, another preface. I'll tell you the prize at the end, by the way. Uh, uh, to preface, <laughs> I'll tell give us you, when it's too late. I'll give you movies, and I'll list the the year that it was, and mm. then I will stop speaking so that none of you can get more information out of me. <laughs> okay. Great. So the two uh, two films: Big Daddy, nineteen ninety nine, or okay. Eight Crazy Nights, two thousand two. You've oh, so you've seen, seen one of these. Oh, wait. That's interesting. Okay. Um, I'm going to say you've definitely seen Big Daddy. I'm going to... I'm going to also say Big Daddy. I know that Eight Crazy Nights is an Adam Sandler, but I feel like you're putting that in there to throw us off. I'm I'm going to I'm gonna say that you've seen Eight Crazy Nights. Okay. Somebody has to. So, do you guys want to know the correct answer right now or at the end? I want to like, know right now. Now. You, oh, now. Okay. Now. I have n- I have not seen Big Daddy. I've oh seen eight, eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Shit, you got it. Um, I might have seen Big Daddy, but I don't remember it all. So I was like, it I doesn't that doesn't count, count because I yeah. can't remember a single plot line besides the poster of him peeing. It right. does sound like something you would have seen. Yeah. But. All right. <clears throat> Frank and Weenie, two thousand twelve, okay. or mm. Paranorman, two thousand twelve. You've Ooh. seen Paranorman. I want to say Frankenweenie. I'm also going to say Frankenweenie. Okay. I have seen Frankenweenie. You're oh, a yeah. Also, are you keeping track of points or are we supposed to? Yes. No, I'm keeping track. I have a whole okay, like cool. little graph under oh, each wow. question. And I'm so writing down your answers. That's hot. Thanks, Virgo. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, for reference, I'm not a Virgo. I'm an Aries, but I have a Virgo moon. Which means I do like lists and <laughs> spreadsheets. 
All right. <clears throat> a Dolphin Tale 2, oh. 2014, <laughs> or Dad Napped, 2009. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think Dolphin oh Tale 2. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go I'm with, gonna say a dolphin tail too. But if the answer oh. is dad napped, I'm gonna feel bad for you because that movie's bad. You know I've what? I'm gonna say dad napped. I hope it's <laughs> going that against one. the grain. Yes, someone has to. You guys, I just, I just keep stealing I, Lucy's answers. Yeah, Remy's yeah. just copying. I have seen dad napped. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, Little Woman, 1994, or. The Fault in Our Stars, 2014. Fault in Our uh, Stars. Yeah, you've seen The Fault in Our Stars. Little Women. I have seen The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. yeah that's, on, that's on me. Listen. Okay. <clears throat> Fight Club, 1999. Or Catch Me If You Can, 2002. Catch Me If You Can. Oh, Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, Catch Me If You Can. What'd you say, Lucy? Catch Me If You Can. Okay. You guys are all correct. I have yeah. seen Catch yeah. Me If You Can. I, knew I feel like out of out of just pride, you wouldn't watch Fight Club. You haven't seen Fight Club. <laughs> well, you haven't seen Fight Club. It's out too of much of a staple in like people's movie history oh, yeah, that's that, a, that, that Adriana is a couldn't have seen it. Dorm room poster movie. Yeah, but the <laughs> thing is, is that I could have also seen it. You oh, could have. Sure. I but... would have been surprised if you had seen it. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the Hangover, two thousand nine, <laughs> or Stranger Than Fiction. Fiction 2006. See, this is the hangover. This is really hard. I'm gonna say Stranger Than Fiction. Uh, I have seen The Hangover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Okay. Karate Kid 1984 or Karate Kid 2010. 2010. 2010. 2010. 2010. Okay. Um, You guys are right. However, I've seen both of them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so if you would have if you would have guessed both, you would have been double correct. No, <laughs> I, that's cheating. Correct. No, no you, it's not. that's a trick question. I'm, I'm the game master. Adrian you got a point. Why are you say, mad? I'm just saying that you didn't say. No, I said I said the rule of the beginning. You guys get a point for each correct guess on movies I have seen. I didn't say whether or not there would be one. <laughs> Correct then answer. The structure of this game makes no sense. <laughs> what are you talking about? Why would you have us guess between two movies? Why wouldn't you just give us a movie and then have us game say master, yes or no? Game master, please continue with the game. <laughs> Juno, two thousand seven, or Zoolander, two thousand one. Oh, I know you've seen Zoolander. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Juno. I'm also gonna say Juno. I feel like Zoolander is a trick question because that one feels more right. <laughs> um, I have seen Juno. I have not seen what? Zoolander. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> As Kyla has not made me watch it. Oh, I wow. watched it when I was nine years old. Oh wow, good for you. Kyla's <laughs> just the only person I've ever heard talk about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's a All good right. movie. Zoolander 2... Or, or Zoolander 2, 2016, or Hotel Transylvania 2, 2015. I'm going to say Zoolander 2. Okay. So this is so hard for me because I know that you've seen Hotel Transylvania 3. I know you've seen Hotel Transylvania 1 and 3. 2, I'm not sure. I'm saying Zoolander 2. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm gonna go with a safe bet and say Hotel Transylvania too. Yeah. Uh, what are you, Kaylin? What did you? Ho- Hotel Transylvania. I bet okay. I'm afraid. You guys are wrong. I've seen neither <laughs> of those. Oh my god. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, Jonathan, you are begging my daughter. <laughs> but you have seen Hotel Transylvania one and three. Yes. Uh, uh, Adriana, you did not watch the movie. <laughs> okay, um, this one, this was a, this one is a triple. White mm. Fang, 2018. Mm-hmm. Paddington, 2014. Or Ooh. Free Willy 2, 1995. Okay. Shit, wait, let me think about this. I'm gonna go with Free Willy 2. I'm gonna say what Free was Willy the first 2 one again? and White Fang. White Fang? Yeah, oh. I'm... I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that you've seen all of them. Oh, okay. I'm just typing it in. Um, Kaylin, you are wrong. Okay. Uh, Lucy, you are right with oh. one of them. Oh, okay. Uh, Remy, you are right with one of them. I have seen White Fang, not Paddington, or Free, Free Willy Two, but I did own Free Willy Two. <laughs> I didn't watch Free Willy 2. I think I have a problem with the sequels of things. Yeah, I didn't know there was a Free Willy 2. You can only watch the third one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we finished with uh, movies, and now yeah. we go. We're going into um, into series, TV series. Okay. Oh, and oh. instead instead of um, guessing if I've seen like it all. Or not, mm-hmm. you're gonna guess which series I have seen more episodes of. Oh, that's Ooh, great. Okay. Interesting. Wait, so have you seen all of these? Um, I'm gonna I don't know how to answer that. I think no episodes you, counts as less episodes than the other shows. Well yeah, right. but yeah. like I'm just saying are these things that like you have seen You'll but see. like one you've You'll just see. seen more of? Are these are visions these of what could be or I, I'll I'll <laughs> let you know <laughs> after, okay? You'll have your answer. What are these visions of what will be or visions of what may be? Anyways, <laughs> Lucifer or the Golden Girls? Oh, you've seen more of Lucifer. Yeah, I'm going to say Lucifer. I'm going to say Golden Girls. I have seen more episodes of the Golden Girls. I have not seen a single episode. I knew of you Lucifer. didn't see really? Lucifer. Because I knew I that one. You're horny. Yeah, That's I know. True. You can't base everything on me being horny, Lucy. Even though it's true. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that that's why you're losing. I actually don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't I, don't I feel like Kaylin's winning. Okay. I, who's to say? Next one. <clears throat> Emily in Paris or Will and Grace. <laughs> Will and Emily Grace. Emily in Paris. Emily in Paris. I feel like you might you might have watched that. <laughs> um Actually, I have seen more episodes of Will and Grace. Wow. What's wow. You or and with an E. And with an uh, E. You. You. I have seen more episodes of you because Why haven't you yeah. yes, Why haven't you told me? Oh man. Cuz I watched um, it yesterday. Wow. <laughs> we talk about it off the podcast cuz I have thoughts. Um yeah, yeah. why hasn't do... anyone talked about this with me? Because you do, I, I just finished it. Okay, we're, we can't we can't linger on this, but Kaylin, I didn't know you'd seen it either. Yeah, I I feel like I've talked about it. I feel like I've talked. I about knew it Kaylin had watched it. Thanks, Remy. Somebody listens to me. Um, also, Adriana, if you do ever want to watch Anne with an E, please hit me up. Uh, it I'm obsessed with it. It it is on my list. It deserves it deserved another season. I prefer Anne without an E. Yeah, I prefer fuck you. 
Uh. <laughs> All right. Um, that's pretty much it. I had like another like another series of questions, but they're not really that important. They're just kind of more funny. Okay. Well, we can do them, and if they're not funny, we'll cut them out. Well, okay. Unless you want, don't want to. Well, I'll just okay. So I have a bonus question here. Okay. okay. A boners question. Ooh. Yeah. Boners. What oddly specific YouTube videos do I watch? Um, videos about hamster care. Um, steak cooking videos. Mm-hmm. Watching back to school videos during the summer. Or Mexican moms try spicy food. All I know them. the answer. You watch all cooking... of those. <laughs> yeah, the answer is all. I think it sounds like all, but if it's just one, I'm going to say cook and steak. <laughs> it's all of those. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know that you watched more than one of those. Yeah. I've, I've seen your YouTube recommended page. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mess because there's so much. <laughs> That's all. I'll um, I'll tell you the prize now. Uh, The prize is you have to watch uh, Night at the Roxbury with me. (laughs) Please tell me Lucy won. Please, please. (laughs) I don't know who won yet. I don't know. I'm I'm too lazy to count, but I need to do it. You fucking pervert. Count. Here, I'll count. Can you cut it out? Because I I don't. Yeah, I'll cut this out. Okay. Hold on. Can you actually no, not leave, cut this leave up? all of the time in. Yeah, make it <laughs> no. real time. No, don't leave it. I'll in. actually slow this part down. Okay. <laughs> Chop and screw it. She's Stop. counting. I have the results. Okay. I'm so scared. Yeah. Okay. What order do you guys want to hear? Least to most? Yeah. 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 Probably. Yeah. Third place to first place. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lucy comes in third. Fuck. Five five points. No. Uh, I think you misspoke. <laughs> what? You did you, you want to win? You think I came in? Wait, third? did I say come in first? You said come third. in thir- uh, third. Is that Thirst. correct? Because you're saying that I didn't win. Did you want to win and watch Night at the Roxbury with me? I mean, I just want to win something. Yeah, we can give this okay, one to you, you Lucy. You can you join. Want. Yeah, you can you have can it. join. Yeah. Okay. Whoever the winner is, you can pass it on to someone. Oh, thank yeah. God. Because <laughs> Remy pass, came in second. And Kaylin won. It's won. Lucy's now. <laughs> Lucy, you won. No, I'm not your fucking charity. Case. Yeah, no, Lucy. Okay. No, no, no. You did it. You're not Good my job. charity. Don't no, worry. Lucy, you I said win. you wanted to win. No, actually, this late. is charity for me. I'm helping or, myself. Or we, you know how we can settle this? We just all watch it together. <laughs> I'm quitting the podcast. I get, we all have a night at the Roxbury. I'm just saying, if I win, I want it to be because I won, not because of some fucking liberal ass fucking tax break hand. Do up. you want a participation trophy? If this is, trophy? If no, this is golf, I don't. If this is golf, you won because you got the That's least true. strokes. Oh, we were okay. playing golf. You had the right. least strokes. We, out we of were all playing us. golf. I was playing chess. <laughs> <laughs> That's I was studying the blade. Either. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were playing checkers and I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh. We're not the same. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, that's all oh I have God. for you guys. Uh, that was very fun. Tune, tune in next episode when we have a watch party of Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, actually, that sounds really good. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. It's going to be so, teenage movie again. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what the podcast is now. Adriana, do you want to um, select what order we go in from here? Yeah. Uh, I yes. Think should. I would. Uh, I would love to hear from Kaylin. Oh. Hey. Wow. Okay. We should. Actually, <laughs> wow. We should, we should go in the order of the winner's circle. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. genius. I can go first and I can go last. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Kaylin, Remy, Lucy. Then. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. But so. for for reference, I picked Kaylin because I like her a lot. Shut the wow. fuck up. I feel so special. <laughs> You're just saying that because you hate me. No, I like you a lot, too. Oh, But less. Whoa. Like Kaylin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> Kaylin, what's your fucking topic? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> You should be afraid. (laughs) Why? What? (laughs) Anyways, so today I'm going to be telling you guys about the lost episode of Supernatural. Oh. Sounds like a fun little mystery. I actually am scared. This this topic (laughs) title is a little bit misleading, but we'll get there. So, um, let's get into it. I hope you guys are intrigued. I'm intrigued. I've told you a little bit about this, Remy, but, uh, there's more. So, um, insider knowledge. I have insider (laughs) trading. (laughs) Remy, you're going to jail. You're going to jail. I was kidding when I said the insider trading part. (laughs) (laughs) For legal reasons. That's a joke. So you didn't. Who's a lawyer watching this? Me. Me. I'm a lawyer. Fun fact uh, for the audience. I am a lawyer. I am everyone's lawyer. And um, for legal reasons, that is a joke. Thank you, Caitlin. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So let's let's get into it. Yeah. It's (laughs) your fault that we got off track. It it is. It's actually my fault. I think think it's all our fault. (laughs) Okay. So, our story begins back in 2005, when Supernatural's first season was airing. And I do just want to say, before we really get into it, that any information about this was really hard to come by, so I did my best, but <laughs> there's just not too much out there. That's just have to say, I ended up on, like, a YouTube video of, like, an interview with a Supernatural writer that had, like, 5,000 views or less. I was like, <laughs> oh what am God. I doing? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, okay. So, let's start. So, during production, back in 2005, they ran into a little problem. So, I don't, I don't understand how this could have happened, but apparently they lost the script for the 13th episode (laughs) of that season. Like, it was just gone. (laughs) I I don't have any more information about that. So it's literally lost. It was lost. They lost it. (laughs) They misplaced it. They're such fucking dipshits. <laughs> Wait, the 13th episode of the first season? Yes. Oh, how okay. Do they keep doing, how do they keep doing this? I don't 
know. They can't keep getting away with it. How do you lose an episode? (laughs) Like, (laughs) no one remembered what happened in the episode. I wish I... I wish I could have found out what happened in that episode. I have no idea. So they um, they hand wrote the episode and then somebody's like <laughs> dog ate it. You you know that Gabriel Gundacker video where he has the fan letter and he keeps like accidentally like burning it and he's like, Oh no, I wrote on it and like he fucked it up like a million times. That's what they did with the supernatural script. Um so so it was gone. We've established that. So I feel like that's got to be some writer's <laughs> excuse for, like, not doing it. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. I lost it. I don't... I wrote it, but it sh- I, I just lost it. It was just here. <laughs> I swear to God, it was on my I computer. Think, I think a demon might have taken it. <laughs> it was the 13th episode. That episode might have been possessed. <laughs> okay, so... Eric Kripke, creator of Supernatural and showrunner, needed a script, and he needed one fast. So he hired some writers to get him a script in one week. These were not writers who were actually writing for the show, like all the other episodes. He hired some some people to get it done. (laughs) He hired some temps. Oh, no. And um, these writers were Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming. And uh, I don't care if I butchered those names, but Supernatural fans who are listening may recognize those names and feel dread. So so let's talk a little bit about this writing team before we continue. So they are commonly referred to in the fan base as Buck Lemming. I hope I... said that right i've only seen it like written out Sorry, and because they they always work together and uh, they are known for writing some of the worst episodes in the show's <laughs> history uh, for the supernatural fans listening uh just so you guys know they wrote episodes like the slice girls and man's best friends with benefits <laughs> oh i know about that fucker. yeah you Sorry. know about that one what? and other terrible episodes hey the what slice the girls if the second one sounded like somebody fucks a dog, it's because that happens. Yeah. No! No. Won't what? be going into that further. No. That's also not the only problem with the episode, actually. So, <laughs> moving on. So, uh, I also just need to get out of the way that Eugenie Ross Lemming is also married to Robert Singer, who was a producer, director, and, like, co-showrunner kind of of the show and he's been involved in supernatural from beginning to end all 15 years that motherfucker did not leave poor guy there was a character i don't feel bad for him there was a character in the show named after him uh i mentioned him in the nazi episode where i said it was probably him who was obsessed (laughs) with world war ii god Um, oh god i have no idea if that was true i just feel like it is (laughs) i trust you Thank you. It's my own headcanon. So, uh, <laughs> so she's married to him. One of those people. Just keep that in mind. So, uh, so let's get back to that lost script. So, uh, well, I don't think that Eric Kripke could have had, like, great expectations. <laughs> Reference. Uh, uh-huh. I've, I've read books. Um, I don't think he could have really <laughs> high expectations for an emergency episode that was written in one week. Um, 
I don't think that he expected what he did get, though. So, <laughs> so the emergency writing team gave us the episode Route 666, also known <laughs> as the racist truck episode. Yeah. Where the villain is, you guessed it, a racist truck. Oh, what is this, God. Cars? Yes. No one in Cars is racist. They're only ableist. Sarge is racist. <laughs> Um, they they are so, racist. They have Italian cars. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh mamma mia. <laughs> I gotta make other cars. No, them having Italian cars makes me racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, I'm about. To... I'm kidding. Remy, Please cut that. Remy, can you start like every time we say something about Italians? Can you start like um compiling like, it? it? No, add like air horn, like rap air horn noises and like, um, <laughs> and do like a little tag of like, I don't know, like maybe like a funny voice saying like, it's Mama time Mia. to get racist. <laughs> no, Shut but up. I will, I will do a, I, I will do a sound of Mario. Oh. <laughs> Just like jumping. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Okay. Sorry. Can I continue? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. okay. This is funny. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, don't be sorry. That was really funny. Um, so yeah. Um, anyone who's seen that episode would probably agree that it was not good. And I think you guys know enough about it now to agree. Yeah. Um, so from what I've gathered, he was not happy about this episode, and so we never saw. Buckner and Lemming write another episode of the show <laughs> until season seven after Eric Kripke had left Supernatural. Those motherfuckers were gone. And You'll um, never make it in this industry. You'll never make it in this business. Um, and I also think that's really funny because one of them being married to Robert Singer couldn't even say them. Yeah. Save them. Like, it, they, that couldn't keep them. So... I think that really speaks to how much Kripke hated that fucking episode. And, and now, like, he did openly hate it. Now, Kripke, um, and, and this is a, a kind of a side question. but mm-hmm. um, Go for it. He is the one who was made famous through um, West Side Story, right? Where he played the police officer. That's <laughs> Officer Kripke. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Oh my god. You fucked it up. That was so funny. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Thanks. I have no so, idea what you're uh, talking about. That was a that was a fucking three pointer, like <laughs> No. From like from across the fucking No it wasn't. I it was a about... it was a layup and your dad lifted you. <laughs> <laughs> you're my dad. <laughs> Well, I think about that song a lot because I think if I was ever cast in a musical, I would probably be like the funny little sidekick who has like one song and they sound kind of like this the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, uh, continue about Supernatural. No, it's okay. Um, so, so yeah, it's safe to say he hated that episode and those motherfuckers could not come back until he was gone. So now I have I have a little bit more, but... The more that I was reading about this episode, the funnier it became to me. So, like, for example, one thing that I think probably uh, 
I think if it was me, it would this would still piss me off to this day, and I think it probably added to how much he hates this episode is the fact that it was the most viewed episode in the entire 15th <laughs> season run. <laughs> Uh, the show never did better. Not the pilot, not the series finale, oh nothing. This was the most watched episode ever. <laughs> the racist truck one? Huh? Wait, the racist truck one? Which yes. one is this? Oh my god. Yes. The racist truck episode that How? was written in one week. The emergency script. That's... Did it just, like, happen to be that way? I, I don't know. I... I can send you guys the promo video for it. I don't know why <laughs> anyone would tune in. <laughs> Honestly. Everyone was just like, oh, I gotta see this. Gotta see this episode of Supernatural. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's as good as the show did. Maybe like Big Bang Theory wasn't on that night or something. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> something happened in late 2005. So... One more thing before I go. Um, so, from what I was reading, apparently, um, the network, they wanted more, more uh, romance in Supernatural. They were like, this show needs some romance. And I think that's probably pretty hard to incorporate when you're running a show written by homophobic misogynists for homophobic misogynists. <laughs> you know, we don't, we don't want women in this show. So... It makes sense that in this episode, we get to see our first sex scene in Supernatural history. In this with episode, Dean hooks up with his ex-girlfriend, Cassie. Oh, I was hoping it was with and the truck. No, <laughs> Dean does not hook up with the Wait, racist is truck. Is this before or after the dog episode? The, the what? The dog sex episode. Oh, way before. The, the dog sex episode is in season eight. Eric gotcha. Kripke would not let those motherfuckers do anything else. <laughs> uh, classic <laughs> Officer Kripke. This time, he was right. They wrote the dog episode. Not the only dog episode, one of them. So anyways, the network had some notes about this sex scene. <laughs> um, and I guess they specifically said that the girl could not be on top. They would not allow that. They specifically told them not to do that. And then, like, I think they did. I'm not going to, like, go back. But well, if the like, girl is on top, it's gay. So it makes sense. No, yeah. Because um, if, you, if you're going to have sex and you want it to be straight, you have to, the straight man has to win. He has to win sex. And to win sex, you have to be on top. That's To win that's sex, the, the rules to win sex is be on top. Come first. This sounds too much like Wincest. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, you win sex when it's Wincest. No. No. All right. Lucy, All right, everybody. No. All right, we're going to take five, everybody. This is the first podcast with an intermission. <laughs> it actually it's actually isn't. not. It's not. It's actually All right. not. All right, everybody. I'll, uh, I'll take ten for me. Okay, <laughs> um, and that's actually all I have for you guys today. Can <laughs> Can, uh, I, can, make can I make a theory? I'm sorry for uh, Riffin. Yeah. A game theory? Make a theory? Can I make a theory? Yes. I think yeah. that the author that lost the script was just, like, tired. So he was like, here, let's pretend. He, like, contacted these guys. <laughs> like, here, I'll give you 
money, please make this episode. I'm so tired of this <laughs> show. That's so just funny. Need... So, he just, like, he, he made them do it. Oops, I lost it. Oops. I guess uh, I have to call my friends that I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> I like, I like the idea that this writer, the, that. this original writer, like smashed their computer. And like, <laughs> it was that I, bad. And they come into work the next day and they're like, my computer, I woke up and it was like this. Somebody just fucked <laughs> up my computer. Or he had the script, like it was printed and then... magically the file was deleted but then he at least he had the physical script and but then he like set it down to go eat a banana and then (laughs) someone (laughs) took it above when he was (laughs) eating the banana yeah somebody stole the script and then he was like hey give me that stole fizzy lift give me that give me that script back You stole fizzy lifting and then he you stole supernatural script he was like, no, uh, I won't give you the script back. And actually, it was John Krasinski who stole the script, and he turned it into A Quiet Place. That's actually John how that happened. John Krasinski? <laughs> is so that true. related to Peter Kavinsky? John no. Krasinski is a CIA PSYOP. Have I talked about that on this podcast yet? That's going to be a topic for me. No. All right. How do we end up here? That's going to be a topic for me eventually. <sighs> can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Can we theorize right. what the 13th episode was? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I, I actually have an idea. My um, theory oh, is it was a quiet please. place. I know that Castiel isn't introduced until like what season three, <laughs> season, four? season four. But this is actually the episode that made Castiel canon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any explanation <laughs> for that? Yeah, they introduced uh, Castiel and he and Dean like end up together, yeah. and that was going to be the series finale. Wait, and they well, forgot the, the about it. The reason that they're acting like Castiel is quote unquote introduced in season four is because he didn't have a name in episode 13 <laughs> in season one. They <laughs> like a quick fuck that Dean had. So, uh-huh. wait, wait, wait. This is the 13th episode. Is that a coincidence? No. With 13 seasons? No, they had 15 seasons. No. 13 seasons, sorry. 13 episodes. No. The. <laughs> It's this is the thirteenth episode of the podcast. What oh, if we delete it? our our video? Our video. No one here taking a video. This. Wait, I don't want to <laughs> no. lose this recording because I've had some what pretty if, good bits so far. What if we? What if we post? <laughs> what if we lost silent... this episode? Well, yeah. What if we lost this episode and we post? <laughs> we, we hired post someone this... to to make an emergency episode. And it also has a racist track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we contact oh those guys? Can we tell them to write an episode of our podcast? Oh, um, honestly, I'm gonna be honest. From the interview I watched, she doesn't seem very kind. God. So? I would have expected her to be to... kind after writing all these incredible <laughs> episodes. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> I would have expected her to be kind. She wrote the racist truck episode. <laughs> not the only racist episode. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, name it. Well, oh. Name one episode that's not racist. All right, so Remy, do you want to go next? Wait, 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 wait. One last thing, one last thing, one last thing. Yeah. Now, this finally makes so much sense because you know how when we say 
that was in a Supernatural episode. We could mm-hmm. just say it was episode 13, and then we're, no one can deny us. That was oh, in the Lost so episode. Right. Yeah. That was, yeah, that actually happened <laughs> That was in, in the one they lost. Thir- yeah, they lost yeah. it. It actually happened. It was a really long episode, because so yeah, many things happened. Yeah, they really meant to include it, but they lost the episode, but yeah. that yeah, was Yeah, it actually predicted Trump being president, right? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. did that. Yeah, it actually, and well, it, no, it predicted the Simpsons predicting Trump. It also predicted, <laughs> it, it, weirdly enough, it predicted 9-11. In 2005. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? It was so close. <laughs> All right. Oh, Can I please God. do my thing? No. Yes. Oh. I'm riffing. All right, yeah, you can go. You're allowed to riff. Uh, riff Riff Raff is uh, or Riff is a character in West Side Story. Also. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh, wait. We should have named this podcast Riff Job. Uh, no. 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 All right. Um, no. <laughs> All right. So remember how like three hours ago I told you no. guys that I got a chat server shut down one hour. Yeah. This is our longest ago. episode yet. Yeah. Like I don't th- remember like five hours ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait. Who are you? Who am I? Me? That's actually yeah. a heavy question, like in general. Little old me? No, I just, I don't know what's going on. Little old well, me? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you about it. I... Is that Christopher Walken? I'm gonna tell you about it. Oh, <laughs> hey, wait, Christopher Walken, what are you doing here? <laughs> that Christopher Walken, I'm Italian now. <laughs> When I try and do Christopher Walken voice, it turns Italian. It's it's actually crazy you were here because you were in Catch Me If You Can, so Adriana's probably a big fan of you. Um, I was in Catch Me If You Can. I loved you in Mouse Hunt. Uh, so Remy actually sounds like if Dracula did a Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> Actually, if Dracula Sorry, tried to do it, Adam Sandler Dracula, not Dracula. <laughs> Lucy has a Dracula snob. I think that would sound more like um like Okay. Like, uh, uh, Jonathan, I-, I was in Catch Me If You Can. So in 2011, I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, can you do the whole thing in Dracula voice? I'm kidding, Absolutely actually. not. I'm um, so sorry. Uh, please continue. All right. So in 2011, I signed up for. You guys have heard about this, but I'm telling the whole story at once for the first Ooh. time. In this 2011, I signed up for a user profile on the website girlsgogames.com. <gasps> yes. And my username was Luna Lovegood Fan Eight. Because um, I liked her. They're gonna find you now. Yeah, well, they're not, and I'll tell you why later. Now they know who did it. <laughs> I'm um, it. So, Girls Go Games is a still up and running dress up and girly game site that I originally signed up for in order to like play princess makeover and pony riding and like horse surgery, whatever you know the the things that kids like to play. <laughs> yeah, Elsa <Horse> tooth <laughs> replacement. <laughs> um. So the site had a chat function that worked kind of similar to Facebook, where messages were posted to user profiles. Um, and for the first time in my child life, I talked to strangers on the internet. Brummy, that's dangerous. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my parents, my parents uh, lectured me about it one time because I told them about it. And they were like, 
they're like, we think you're being unsafe. Because one time I was talking to them in the closet because I was just like, I wanted privacy to talk to my friends. And my mom is like, clearly you're like having gay phone sex or something (laughs) with like 80 year old men. Anyway, um, they are, they are definitely all real because I still talk to them and I know what they look like in real life. And they're like (laughs) Christian names. (laughs) Um, so the first person that I ever remember chatting with was a username and I got permission to, uh, expose all of these funny, like 12 year old usernames from (laughs) the source. So, uh, Harry Potter narwhals. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's that's rough. (laughs) And some of my uh, some of my lasting friends on the site who I got permission to talk about were XX She Wolf XX. Oh, Adriana. (laughs) Alexis Dalmatian O two and Icehawk of Shadow Clan. Icehawk of Shadow Clan. That's a Warrior Cats thing. I knew it. Okay. Um, and there are a bunch more. Uh, I started a, a Discord server for us, and, like, 14 people are in it, so, uh, but these were the people that responded when I asked for permission to use their usernames, so. Uh, yeah. We used to draw custom avatars in a game called High Heel Styler, which was not meant for drawing, uh, and some of the people in there were, like, really good at drawing with a mouse. Uh, I was not. But, uh, we would also try to come up with, like, good meeting times, uh, with our conflicting time zones. Uh, I was online, like, all the time on this site, and um, one of my friends, uh, when I was asking them, like, what I should talk about, they're like, can you talk about how uh, literally we had a 12-hour time zone difference, so I would wake up at, like, 5 a.m., and I was like, yeah. Uh, Oh, my God. So we had, like, a 12-hour time zone difference, so uh, they would wake up really early, and I would go to sleep really late. Yeah, this out. sounds this sounds a lot like my experience in DeviantArt when they used to have chat rooms. Oh yeah, we'll get to DeviantArt. <laughs> oh <laughs> lord. <laughs> so there were three primary activities that I participated in on GirlsGoGames.com and four that I want to talk about. Um, so the biggest community on GirlsGoGames.com was easily the Warrior Cats roleplay groups. <laughs> Naturally, um, of course. I never read the books, but uh, I tried to participate once or twice. I think my I think my cat name was like Moon Cloud or something. That sounds know. like you. That sounds like me. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So here's my knowledge of warrior cats based on watching my friends role play. Um, the cats all like to fight each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Shadow the Clan, River Clan, Wind Clan. I think there's another one, but like my brain just keeps saying Rock Clan. I know that's not right. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to say Rock Clan. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a character named Ashfur, and everyone thinks Ashfur like is Naruto. an asshole. Huh? This sounds a lot like Naruto. It's pretty much Naruto. Uh, you go to Genshin Impact. Um, actually, they're cats. <laughs> actually, this sounds a lot like the last episode of Supernatural. <laughs> yeah, there were cats in that. Uh, Definitely. Anyway, uh, another activity that I participated in, like the activity, one of the, the first one that I participated in myself was Harry Potter role plays, um, mostly with canon characters, like actual characters, um, and in a specific role play with my friend Harry Potter Narwhals, <laughs> I played uh-huh. as James Potter and Severus Snape in a Marauders role play, which means that I bullied myself. <laughs> Love that. Uh-huh. <laughs> which is really fun. I just think 
I had to bully the myself. The inside of a Capricorn moon. Shut up. Shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> All right. And the, the the third activity I want to talk about is, um, was one of my favorites, was people with powers role plays, um, which we unfortunately abbreviated to PWP. No, I, I already saw that in my mind. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, we didn't you know. You didn't do that. We didn't know. <laughs> Wait, <That's> so funny. <laughs> Wait, I don't know. That's plot. Uh, or porn without plot, sorry. Yeah. Uh, fan fiction uh, is a tag that means porn without plot. Oh my god. <laughs> um, one of the first OCs I ever made for roleplay was Audra Henson, a 16-year-old girl with lightning powers and anger management issues. Um, and we were kids, and for some reason we decided that the best setting for this roleplay would just be like in the woods somewhere. So these teenagers were just always hanging out in the woods. Just always. Like Twilight. Yeah. Yeah, but they, like, lived there. How do you think Supernatural <laughs> episodes Twilight. start? And there were, like, there were, like, big group role plays, mostly for warrior cats, and then, like, smaller private role plays, which I'll get more into that later, um, because that's important. But, yeah, uh, Audra's main storyline, I was talking to Kaylin about this because it kind of is like the Vampire Diaries. <laughs> In the way that she had, like, a ton of boyfriends. Um, She had, like, three boyfriends total. Uh, One of them was a goth boy uh, named Kevin. Kevin? Kevin. Did she make her sign? Kevin? We love Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this continued into, like, 2014 i think um but i role played with uh with these types of ocs uh actually audra's cousin that i made named james uh like all through high school so uh i never recovered um dedication (laughs) so the fourth thing that i want to talk about is the big one this is the one you've been waiting for wow twice in one episode this was (laughs) The My Little Pony role play. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I knew it was going to be, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so in 2011, two of my friends and I, XX Wolf XX and Harry Potter Narwhals, uh, started an innocent but like angsty pony role play that would eventually become infamous within the community called Twisted Melody. Interesting. It was called Twisted Melody because, okay, so uh, She Wolf. Uh, the XX Wolf XX was our was kind of like the leader of our group, and they would like run like the main plot lines. Um, and they had two OCs that were sisters named Dark Twist, the angsty pony with a tragic past and an evil alter ego, yeah. and Night Melody, the sweet sister with an equally tragic past and a magical singing voice. Oh. And this role play went on for years. Um, wow. my OCs were Blue Moon, a grumpy Pegasus with a heart of gold, and oh, also an evil oh. alter ego, <laughs> of course, named Black Sun, who was a villain, uh, but also an idiot. That is the opposite uh-huh. of Blue Moon. And <laughs> Moon's... <laughs> I think, I think his name was originally White Moon, but I changed it because his cutie mark was blue. And I was like, this is dumb. The opposite of a blue moon is a black sun. Everybody knows this. 
Everybody, Everybody knows, knows this. this. And Moon's older sister, Starry Rose, a sweet bookworm who wanted to keep her friends together and hated conflict. Aw, Starry Rose. I feel like I would have chosen that name. You would have yeah. loved her, dude. Um, yeah. So there were two, like, trios in the main cast with Night Melody, Starry Rose, and Sunrise Eclipse as the, like, three friend, like, the friend group. And then Dark Twist, Black Sun, and Little Dipper, who was one of my favorites of the cast. She was an outcast rogue-type character who was secretly in love with Dark Twist. Um, which was yeah. which was interesting because that was, like, the first taste of, like, queer characters that I got as a kid. Ooh. Was like through this fucking pony role play. Yeah. I mean, it sounds pony cool. OC I... role play. Yeah. Um, it evolved a lot over time and was filled with drama and love triangles because uh, Little Dipper was in love with Dark Twist, but Dark Twist was dating Blue Moon. Oh, snap. Yeah. Um, Whoa. And everything a teen could want. Um, but I remember a lot of members of our circle being mad that they couldn't join. Because the role play was private and it had been going on for like a long time at the point where like people wanted to join and we were like, um, <laughs> we can't catch you up on this. <laughs> There's too much. But people could watch the conversations because like every message that you would send uh, oh, on Girls Go Games so would show up on your feed. So all, all so the messages that your soap friends, opera. All the messages yeah. that you sent. Yeah. All the messages that your friends sent would show up on your feed. So you would get oh to God. see, even if it was, like, on a private account, you could see the message that they sent. You just wouldn't be able to see, like, all the messages. Oh, crazy. Mm-hmm. Man. So, uh, but, like, I'm pretty sure that we had kind of a fan base. Oh, my God. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds cool. I mean, of, yeah, like, five like people. Really good, oh. like, a really good story. It's still cool. But that's, that's really cool. Um, I would have loved that. And we did eventually... We did eventually let one of our friends join because they literally had read the whole thing. <laughs> oh my god. So they were like, can I, can I join? And we were like, oh you gosh. know what? Okay. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> um, and for a while, the leader even had this uh, next-gen comic called Twisted Dawning that was centered oh, around cool. the children of the original cast. Oh, I love that. Oh, wow. Oh my wow. god. Were yeah. they thrown in the dragon hole? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a callback. That is yeah. a callback. We do that. We do and that. And once again, it, they were just running around in the woods a lot. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> well, they're ponies. Team. Wait. Yeah. I don't know why as a team, the only setting that I could come up with was just like, they're in a forest. forest. <laughs> um, I mean, where the freak else would they go? So now I'm going to talk to you about the Great Migrations. Um, what? <laughs> so uh -huh. in late 2012, Girls Go Games shut down all accounts under 13 years old. Um, and wow. I was affected by that because uh, I was not 13 yet. Um, and I, I didn't know to lie about my age yet. I was a kid. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, you could still log in and play games, but you no longer had access to the chat function, and the galleries were wiped, so any drawings that I made for the site were trashed. Aww, that oh, that sucks. sucks. Yeah, I have, like, yeah. a couple years of art that I will just never see. I mean, it was terrible, but I would love to be able to look at it. Right. Man, that sucks. So I made a new account 
uh, O dash O Luna O dash O because <laughs> I was annoying. Yeah. Uh, and continued using gamesgames.com, which was like a connected website. It was by the same like people uh, for about another year. Um, and it should be noted that during this, at around this time, role plays on Girls Go Games and Games Games were getting angstier and spicier. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. So we figured out this hack to be able to post banned words by putting a bracket in the middle of them. It would disappear when you posted the message. Oh my god. So you could just say fuck all the time. <laughs> oh wow, that's amazing. Um, and it you slowly devolved into wait, the wait. era of sex roleplays on GrossGoGames.com. Oh, no. oh my god. Oh god. Um, I never and really all part- this stuff was visible to <laughs> yeah. people. Oh, yeah. no. Um, I never really participated in these, um, but they could be seen all over the site, especially if you were, like, checking your feed to see who was online. Um, there would be, like, one or two going on. Oh, my gosh. Um, and unsurprisingly, in 2013, around 2013, GamesGames.com also died down and, like, uh, shut down all accounts because I was over 13 at this point, but they just shut everything down. Yeah. Um, so by this time, most of us had made DeviantArt accounts and were using both, so we just had to migrate to DeviantArt permanently. Yeah. Um, and so we had to, like, come up with, like, weird creative ways to figure out how to still do group chats. We used, like, Chatsy, if you remember the Chatsy. Um, <laughs> or we would just, like, make, uh, make accounts, um, just make, like, a new account and post in the comments because that was what we were used to doing we oh, had yeah. accounts for like uh on girlsgogames.com we had like an account right. for twisted melody and we would post the posts on that account if that makes sense mm. yeah. um and yeah i was really active on deviantart but it didn't feel as close-knit as like girls go games because you don't have like that feed of seeing everyone who's online and seeing them all message each other and seeing like right. oh these are all my friends talking to each other like right. you don't and we also, like, lost a lot of people in the shift. Uh, there are a lot of people who I talked to a lot back in the day and have not talked to since the first, like, crash. So, um, if I could make a comparison right now. Of course. Girls Go Games is, like, the beginning of Ice Age. And <laughs> DeviantArt is the the migration <laughs> yeah. of Ice Age. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just like Ice Age, really. <laughs> but yeah i actually contacted the games games staff a few years ago and asked why the chat function was taken down and they said that it was due to misuse of language which (gasps) tracks yeah (laughs) yeah because they were saying they they were saying fuck we were saying stop you can't say that they're gonna get rid of our podcast no 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 no. it's okay it has brackets in between and you don't you don't see you don't see it right you don't see it (laughs) Yeah, um, no, there was, I, re- I remember the, like, sex role player era being, like, because I was this little conservative Christian, 13-year-old, and I was like, well, I never, but I still read them. Yeah. <laughs> I would read them when they came on my Naturally. page all the time. <laughs> but I was like, I could never do that. I'm, I'm pure of soul, and then I would just read them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, does anyone have any questions? Um... No, I don't have no, any questions, so. but no, yeah, that reminds me a lot of what I did on DeviantArt when I was like 12 and 13, because <laughs> I was in a Hetalia RP group, 
And back then on DeviantArt, there was there was a specific like function for chats, but it was like live. So it was like we were all in a group chat, like at the online at the same time. Like if yeah. you would join, it would show oh this person joined. It was like an aim giant. I, re- chat. I remember trying to use that. I don't remember if the problem was that it do- didn't work for some of us or that it, like, didn't save messages. Yeah, it didn't save messages. That's yeah, the problem. That was the problem. So we used, like, chat- a chatsy room instead to continue yeah. with Twisted Melody. Oh, yeah. See, th- that makes sense. That's kind of more like a like a Tumblr RP where it's, like, if you reply, it's, like, it shows up on your, fe- on your feed. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I I've been around question. the RP block. Oh, yeah. I have a quick question. Yeah, question. Is this why you're gay? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Lord knows if you RP, you gay. <laughs> no, actually, I can confirm that because I've never role-played. Yeah. So. Oh, my god. Wait, not even, like, sexually? No. She said never, Lucy. I mean, like, you know, in the bedroom. I was in my bedroom when I (laughs) RP'd. Yeah, no, it was... uh, I think if you create an OC and use them for anything except for, like, writing a book, uh, Mm -hmm. you're gay. Uh, I have a confession to make. Uh I have never said this to anyone. I don't think... Um, back back in my deviant art days when I used to RP Hetalia, I made two accounts and I would join the 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 RP group as both of the accounts, <laughs> and I would be role playing as two people at the same time. But I made myself be different people. Like I made a persona for me as me playing my favorite character, and then I was like a different person playing the other different person. Whoa. I f- there were wow. definitely people like that on Girls Go Games. There was this one person where I was convinced that they they kept saying like this is my cousin and my cousin does the art for no, me. literally. And I was like I was convinced. I was like I was like they have to be the same person. Um no, I'm pretty sure that so they good. weren't though. That's <laughs> that's a, yes. Are you ever afraid that the person that you made up has become real and she's looking for you? It's fine. She's she's just like a useless bisexual. <laughs> we could bond over that. <laughs> um, I don't know who my person was. That's cool. So wait, hot in here, wait, and I'm, you I'm don't starting know? to smell like deli meat. Oh, uh, um, okay. I'm gonna see, blow do you want to go? Nose. I'm gonna blow my nose. Blow it. I'm gonna blow your nose. All right, I'm gonna make this snappy for you guys. Make it snappy. My topic, I'm very sorry. My topic is another one where I'm talking about queer theory and anime. It's a, Why would uh, you be yeah. sorry? I literally talk about gay characters all the it's time. It's because I'm trying to, you know, I like to have a little variety. But this one is actually... I'm, it's I'm fine with you, like, liking girls. But, like, you, the fact that you have to, like, rub it in my face. <laughs> um, listen. Okay, so this is kind of... The reason I'm bringing it up is because, first of all... Uh, I'm watching this show right now, and uh, it's taken up a lot of brain space. And also, it is connected to a previous topic of mine. Um, So I'm just going to jump into it. Um, uh, uh, Basically, uh, I want to talk about um, trans and gender nonconforming characters in the show Hunter Hunter, or as I call it, Hunter x Hunter, because that's the way it's spelled. 
Yeah. Is it not? Is wait? Are you not supposed to say Hunter X Hunter? It's It's apparently supposed to pronounce. It's supposed to be Hunter X X Hunter. Hunter. But I say Hunter X Hunter. Listen. um, So Yoshihiro Tagashi uh, is the uh, the artist and writer and creator of the manga Hunter Hunter. Um, Before that, he worked on two series, Level E and Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Hakusho was a pretty big deal. It was like um, one of the early Shonen Jump franchises that kind of caught on in America. Um, for Kalen and other people, um, Shonen is manga or manga, sorry, that is um, uh, mainly marketed towards younger boys. Um, it's the fighty one. It is about fighting. It's all centered around fighting and it all basically follows the same formula and has the same character archetypes. So there's like this Mm -hmm. main character who's kind of a a dumb sweetheart whose heart is in the right place and gets stronger over time. There's the the kind of rival who he's fighting against and there's the big bads and there's the useless woman character. And the the rival and the main character are always in love, right? Oh yeah, it's always homoerotic. Um, so Yu Yu Hakusho kind of created a lot of these archetypes or, or helped develop them in the 80s. Um, the, the Yu Yu Hakusho uh, has a character in it um, who uh, whose name I don't remember because I don't know if it's ever brought up because she's in one episode and one scene where uh, the, the main character Yusuke and his friends are fighting a group called the Ogre Trio, one of whom is a woman. And she is like, I'm going to fight you. And his friend is like, I'm not going to fight you. You're a goyle. And then Yusuke is like, I'll fight you. I don't care if you're a girl. And then um, through the fight and making physical contact, Yusuke figures out that she's not really a girl because she has a penis. So um, uh, it wasn't good. Um there's a, a line somewhere in there about how this missus is actually a mister. And that one is, uh, it's kind of, kind of rough. Yeah. Um, but towards the end, there's an interesting bit of dialogue where Yusuke wins. And he says, he says, listen, I don't care if you're a crossdresser or a person who thinks they're a woman or whatever, which is all offensive terminology. But he, he, he basically clarifies that he's not beating this person up because they are gender nonconforming or queer. It's just because they're, they're trying to fight him and he fights whoever um it's problematic but um but the i think togashi's heart has always been in the right place as far as trying to include representation for other kinds of people that are than than that are normally represented in shonen which is a very um homogenous genre right Right. Uh, Togashi also talks a lot about how the, the reason he likes to include characters like this is because he knows people in real life who are trans and who are drag queens and who are, you know, various stages of non-binary. Um, right. And he likes presenting people as they are. Um, nice. The next, yeah, the, and, and so he garnered some criticism for that character. And... So the next series he worked on in the 90s after Yu Haka Show, which was a huge success. Um, huge success overseas, actually a big failure in Japan at the time. Um, so the next series he worked on was called Level E, and it was kind of a Twilight Zone thing. It wasn't 
there wasn't like an overarching story. It's kind of an episodic sci-fi story. And there's this one story in it about a, uh, a trans man. And there, it's in the 90s. So some of the terminology is kind of weird, but it talks about how, you know, this person wants to be seen as a man and, and uses male pronouns and uh, male name and anybody who does otherwise and refers to them otherwise is, is a shitty person. And mm-hmm. that's basically the message of it. And it's pretty cool. Uh, it's not great, but it, it could be a lot worse. Right. After this, and also, it was in the 80s or 90s? No, this was in the 90s, yeah. Okay. Mm. So. And this was after he did Pro- Yu Yu show and had people tell him, like, hey, man, kind of fucked up. Um, right. So uh, the, the, the big thing I want to talk about is kind of uh, how far he has come. And it, I think it's very cool to see a creative, especially a straight guy creative, who right. tries um yeah so actively between, like actively putting characters in there not like yeah yeah not just like uh well actually they were gay yeah you just yeah, didn't it's not read fucking the jk rowling shit it's like this is a trans person <laughs> being trans is normal this is a this is a thing right. that people are um yeah in between uh level e and his next series hunter x hunter 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 um which is you know one of the most popular manga series of all time then adapted into a few different anime series. Uh, he married his spouse. Uh, they, they got married in 1999, and they're still married today. Um, and he is married to uh, Naoko Takuchi, who is the creator of Sailor Moon, uh, which is kind of how this is connected. Aww. Yeah, they're basically right. a power couple. It's really sweet. <laughs> well, um, And uh, a, a lot of people speculate that Takuchi uh, has a lot of influence over Hunter x Hunter's narrative, too. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, oh. but it's speculation. Yeah. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was an interesting little footnote. Um, interesting. So the characters in Hunter x Hunter I want to talk about. Hunter x Hunter is very stylized. It takes place in a fantasy world. Um, the, the, the plot of it isn't really important, but basically the idea of it is in this fantasy world, there are people called Hunters who are licensed to uh, basically travel around the world and do whatever they want and help chart uh, unknown countries. Um, they're called colonizers. Because, yeah, they're kind of colonizers, but they're they're hu- called hunters because they do anything from like they uh, you know uh, identify new species of animals. They do bounty hunting of wanted criminals. They uh, make new kinds of food. It's whatever. They're all you know at the forefront <laughs> of their fields. Um, not super important. Uh, and since I'm focusing more on gender than sexuality, um, I'm not going to get into the main characters too much, but, um, as, uh, another footnote, it is widely accepted that the two main characters are, are basically in love with each other. They're both boys. Um. What? Yeah. But that's. What if we were in love with each other and we were both boys? (laughs) Neither here nor there, um. Although, yeah, actually, uh, so the two main characters are uh, Gon Freaks, uh, who is the son of a hunter uh, looking for his dad, and uh, Kilua Zoldik, who is the son of a family of assassins who are very cold-blooded and very just cruel to all of their children. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, are you going to talk about 
Sorry to interrupt. Oh, yeah. Are you going to talk about Kurapika? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah, very briefly. And so, actually, yeah, that's probably a good uh, place to start is Kurapika. Uh, Kurapika is um, one of the other main characters. Um, he, I use he, him pronouns because those are generally what's used, although there's kind of some confusion there, which is what I want to talk about. Uh, Kurapika's main story has to do with um, avenging his, the, the tribe of people that he comes from who has all been murdered. Uh, the reason they've been murdered is because um, they have um, red eyes. All of them have red eyes, and these are seen as very valuable, um, I think, because a lot of people think that there's power in them. Um, so Karapika, um, who is, first of all, very androgynous, because right. a lot of the characters in this story just are androgynous because that's the way Togashi likes to draw people. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kurapika's story has a lot to do with the fact that he is hiding a part of himself because he wears contact lenses to cover up his red eyes. Oh, that's why he has blue eyes right. in pictures that I've seen. Yeah, so he's that, first of all, ends up being transcoding a lot because he always right. talks about how nobody sees the real him and how he's always holding something back. Um, right. The other thing is there are... Uh, mo- uh, t- Karapika does not get gendered a lot. Um, they don't use a lot of pronouns. <laughs> They're usually just like, hey, Karapika's here. Not like, hey, he's here or hey, she's here. Right. Um, the, other, the, the only time that Karapika is ever gendered is when people ask if they are a boy or a girl. Because <laughs> that happens more than once. And every time what Karapika says is like, like, why do you need to know? Or, like, um, there, there is an, an instance where Karapika's main uh, antagonist is like, oh, you were killing all my henchmen. I, I thought you were a dude. Because uh, Karapika looks very feminine. And Karapika is like, who says I'm not? And it. I love that. Yeah. Also, oh, yeah, uh, to, Karapika's to, cool. Yeah, he, Karapika's got a great look, a great he's vibe. Got, he's got, like, Bob yellow hair or blonde hair right and like a yeah. long dress like thing yeah he also dresses very androgynously he usually wears like a Super gown cool. or a dress yeah um i think the actual the actual line is um is something like the the guy is like i thought the person killing all my men was a dude and Karapika's like who said i was <laughs> who said i was a dude who said i was a girl uh choose your last words more carefully because i'm about to murder <laughs> you oh that's so cool that's yeah. That should be everyone's response, I think. Right. <laughs> um, okay. The other. So next up, I want to talk about uh, Hisaka, who is probably the most recognizable character from this series, even though he's not necessarily the main character. He is one of the recurring characters. Um, so, like I said. Oh, I know this fucker. I, I just looked. I, I was just looked him up. <laughs> Literally, I, I was gonna. Send I don't you a like this guy. And be like, Remy, this is a character that I thought you would like to look up. Yeah. Um, because he looks like a, a clown, uh, a genderless clown. Okay, so the thing about Hisuka, um, like I said before, shonen anime has these archetypes. Usually, the main character is very um, like straightforward and not very smart, and the like hot-headed, overthinking. Um, 
aggressive character as the rival. In this, the character who acts, you know, hot-headed, aggressive, violent, whatever, is not the rival. He's the main character's best friend, Kilua. So who is the main character's best rival? Uh, is Hisoka, who is also the only uh, adult character in the main cast. And because of that, he ends up being the most traditionally objectified and sexualized character just by the gaze of the show. Right. Um, which is, is interesting because he is always referred to as a man. And he, he is a man. This is not a thing where it's like, like Kurapika where it's kind of vague. Uh, Hisoka is a boy, uh, but he uh, dresses uh, um, very androgynous. He wears high heels and a crop top and a skirt that make him look very hourglassy. He looks like David Bowie, um, uh, but it's just never really addressed. Um, he's the only character who we ever see like naked or shirtless. Uh, he is the only character who comes close to being um, like basically um, the, the sexualized the way women are sexualized in a lot of anime. Um, he's he's like um, like. He's the character who they do fan service of. Right, um, but but it, also, it's not to discredit, but it's also the rest of the main characters are kind of like, they look like young boys. Yes, you... that is the, the main reason for that. Right. Um, hmm. They're like, we gotta have some... <laughs> Shonen people need some fan service. We need to do right, something about Right, we need somebody, them. and it might as well be Hisuka because he kind of looks like a chick. <laughs> God. Uh, the thing about Hiska is, um, aside from all of that, which I'm just kind of mentioning because I find it interesting, uh, Hiska is canonically pansexual. Oh, nice. He, yeah, he frequently talks about how he doesn't care if a person is a man or a woman as long as they can, as long as they're strong and they uh, give him a thrill, he is interested. Interesting. And towards the end of the series, um, really the only, like, steady relationship Hisuka has with anybody is with Kilo's brother, Illumi, who is also a fucking murderous psycho. Oh, that's the other thing I guess I should mention. Hisuka is uh, gay, and he's also a fucking crazy serial killer murderer. So, like... Of course. It's kind of a trade-off where, right. like, representation is there, but it's like, come on, man... Yeah, it's kind of um, like, I think last week when I talked about Jane the Virgin. You weren't there for yeah. that, Lucy, but you were uh, a master chef. Yeah, it's the, the <laughs> thing where, like, we can have gay characters sometimes, but sometimes they're psychos. Right. Um, but Hisoka need... is the exception to that rule. Most of the other characters in this are not really villains. Um, the next person I want to talk about is Kite who is the, uh, basically the mentor character uh, throughout the second half of the show to Gon and Kilua. Um, Kite also doesn't get gendered a lot like Kurapika, um, even though it's, it's widely accepted that he is male at the beginning of the series. The reason I say that is because um, the main antagonist for the part of the show Kite is in while he is training Gon and Kilua to be stronger. Um, which is, by the way, a role normally reserved for older men in these animes and manga. Right. Um, the main villains in this part of the show are the chimera ants, who are bugs. And Ugh. the bugs eat people, 
and no. then basically convert them into more bugs. Ew. Gross, right? Yeah. The thing yeah. is, the, the reason the bugs do this is because they want to create stronger beings or something. Uh, they're, they're, it's... It's kind of dumb and anime-y, uh, shonen-y, but the, the, the thing I'm getting to here is when a person is reborn as a chimera ant, they take the strongest parts of both of their species and combine it into what the person who is being reborn believes is a strong and perfect body. Hmm. Um, so what I'm getting at here is kite is like a early 20s guy when he is uh, killed, uh, quote unquote, killed and eaten by the Chimerians. And he is reborn as a teenage girl, which yes. is, um, he continues playing the exact same role for Gon and Kilua. He's still their mentor. He still oh, nice. is training them. Um, but he just looks like a teenage girl now. Oh, Because that's boy. what he wanted. That's what he thinks looks strong. Yeah. And that's basically the, the narrative true. there subtextually. No one is scarier is. or stronger than teenage girls. Right. Yeah. Well, the narrative so there is the body that he wants is a, a woman's. He, he has, that's his ideal form. And he, he finally gets that, which is kind of interesting. Nice. Again, hmm. it's kind of weird where the, the best, you know, most of the trans representation we get in stuff like this is subtextual. Right. But mm. the subtext in this is very, like, heavy. Very. Like, freaking uh, Kurapika saying, Yeah. Are you sure that's what you want to say? I'm going right. to kill like, you now. I'm going to murder you now. Like, who cares if I'm a guy or a girl? You're right. fucking dead. Yeah. Um, which, so, um, there's a couple honorable mentions here I want to talk about. Uh, Pitu is another character who is uh, never gendered. Um, Actually, that's not true. Pitsu is gendered as both male and female by different characters. Nice. Um, yeah. Pitsu is a, a cat person. Uh, part cat, part person, part... Part cat, part boy. Part chimera ant bug because their rebirth <laughs> form is part cat. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, they... Uh, there's not a set gender. Um, none of the fans... Uh, most of the fans that I've encountered use they, them pronouns for Pitsu. Nice. And um, I believe that Togashi's sentiments have been like, who cares? Whenever right. somebody asks. Um, and um, I also wanted to talk about Biscuit Kruger, who is not really, um, not necessarily transcoded, but I've always seen her that way um, because her arc has to do with the fact that she is, um, her, her, you know, true form anime has a lot of this transformation stuff shown in anime that is um her her true form is this very muscular uh very like strong jawed broad-shouldered masculine person um but she um like basically uses the show's form of magic along with strength training to compress herself into this tiny little lady body like this very femme body because she likes looking pretty and cute um, Mood. Which, if that's not my experience with gender, <laughs> I don't know what is. Uh, um, yeah, but the kinda, character. Oh, sorry. Kind of gay that the the bugs make you show your true form. 
a little bit gay, yeah. Kind of gay bit, how uh, it, ch- it changes you into what you want to be. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> yeah. Bugs. That's okay. I mean, I'm not a person. I'm a bug. <laughs> um, I'm sorry if I'm like rambling and monologuing here also. Um, you better be sorry. The, the person, I can't believe you're talking during the podcast. The last <laughs> character I want to talk about is the one that I am most excited to talk about. Uh, the one we've the, been waiting for. The one you've been waiting for, maybe. Uh, no, <laughs> this character's name is Aluka Zoldik. And the reason she is important is because she's not subtextually a trans girl. She is a trans girl. Oh, wow. Um, nice. And she is a kid, which is, she's a trans kid. <gasps> Which is not something you see in a lot of right. anything. You wow. never get to yeah. see kids just be trans. Right. Um, Aluka is Kilua's sister. Um, oh. And uh, you don't know about her at the beginning of the series because the Zoldic family, as cruel as they are, only wanted boys. And they keep Aluka locked away. Um, partially because they're disappointed that she's not a boy and partially because she's holding a dark secret, which I'm also about to get to. Mm. The mm-hmm. thing is, the Zoldic family still uses uh, male pronouns to refer to Luca. Oh. No. Yikes. But Aluka uses feminine pronouns to describe herself, and Kilua uses feminine pronouns to describe oh, her. Kilua. So basically, all of the good guys in the show, because they know Kilua, are like, yeah, that's Aluka. She's a girl. Oh. And there are multiple instances where the Zoldic family misgenders Aluka, and Kilua's re- like, no, fu- she. Oh. Supportive yeah. brother. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really sweet relationship. Uh-huh. Um. And other than that, Aluka's gender is not a big part of her story, which I appreciate. The thing is that what becomes her story is also kind of subtextually about being trans. So we kind of get both sides of this where it's textual and subtextual. Right. Which I think is interesting. Because it's complicated. Right. And because the, the subtextual part doesn't necessarily have to be about being trans because it's also just a part of the main narrative of the show. But the dark secret that Aluka is holding is that she also has a, a um, like magical spirit living within her named Nanika. And Nanika, when Nanika comes out, she asks people if they want her to grant them a wish. And depending on if she likes the person or not, uh, they either <laughs> get their greatest wish granted or they get fucking murdered. They just die on the spot. <laughs> so, the, imagine the, the, if you took a chance with a genie. You like rub the bottle. Yeah. And you're like, you have three wishes or one or none. <laughs> it, depends. I, it depends on if I like you or not. Yeah, um, the Zoldics are afraid of this because they can't control it. So they keep Aluka locked away. Um, the thing is, they want to control it. So their main relationship with Aluka is about trying to figure out how to use her. Ooh. Which is, kind of lines up with a very specific trans experience of basically being groomed um, and and mm. being t- uh, thought to be valid as a woman only when it serves other people. Um, the, the thing that they cannot comprehend is that one of the main reasons Nanika doesn't like them is because they don't, 
treat Aluka well and don't gender her right. Right. Um, the Zoldic family basically thinks that Aluka thinks she's a girl because Nanika is in her. Oh. But Na- Nanika basically appears uh, in her life after she starts thinking of herself as a woman. So they're just transphobes. Yeah. Um, and uh, so the the basically uh, last arc of the anime, uh, you know, the manga has gone on longer, but the, the big conclusion emotionally for Kilua is that um, he he wants Nanika to go away because he thinks of it as a curse. Um, even though he loves Aluka and knows she's a woman, he doesn't want her being, like, coveted by all of these people like she's a weapon. Oh. And he finally comes to terms with the fact that Nanika is a part of Aluka and that it's not something that's just going to go away and he has to love Nanika like he loves Aluka. Oh. That is very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I like that. that. So it's really cool to see this arc, even over one series, where you know, Karapika and Hisoka are are uh, characters introduced at the very beginning of the show. Right. Um, and, like, Kite, Biscuit, and Pitsu show up kind of in the middle, and then Aluka is kind of the big finish. That's so, so cool. from Yu Yu Hakusho to the beginning of Hunter to even the end of Hunter, the, the Togashi has really grown and kind of, um, you know, taken criticism uh, from people and not been like, you don't know me. I'm going to become even more transphobic now. And instead <laughs> right. has taken it in stride and been like, oh, OK, um, well, I'm not just going to stop writing trans people because trans people exist and I'm going to keep, you know, writing about people. Um, right. But I'm going to do better next time. I'm going to do a little bit better next time. That's good. Yeah, I like I that. Really like that. That feels yeah. nice. Cause like I think people don't really talk about like there's a risk factor of like fucking up when you do write groups that aren't normally like written. Right, about, because it, it like has you. to be it it, it 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 ends up carrying so much weight. Yeah, especially when you're not a part of those groups. Right. Yeah. You know? And so it's kind of a nice also to see all of these characters so many just like androgynous or kind of hard to pin down characters right. um because the, it's just it's very it it doesn't feel like they are outliers it feels like they are part of this world yeah yeah that makes that that is that makes sense yeah and i like that yeah um that's pretty much the end of my uh Hell yeah, that was good. Thank you. Good job. I just don't like Hunter Hunter. Just oh, that's totally fair. I gotta be honest. I hated the first arc. I thought it was really boring. Um, Yeah, and I ended Uh, up skipping. I don't know. Hisoka is weird to me. Hisoka is weird, and I actually I I do want to talk about the downside of Hisoka if I have time here. Actually, yeah. Just to I preface, you, you, you might have to cut this out, I think. The, oh, okay. the thing is, uh, Hisoka is a villain. Right. Hisoka is not a good person. Um, it is the thing, and again, keeping in mind that this is towards the beginning of the series before Togashi like, really hits a stride on writing queer characters. 
it is heavily implied that because Hisoka is all about being attracted to people who are powerful, he makes frequent references to essentially waiting for Gon, the main character who is a kid, to become an adult so he can date or yikes do things with yeah he he is gross yeah and also but not because he's gay i also (laughs) don't want it to seem like i'm like i was leaving out the pedophile part i like no no yeah (laughs) Um, right yeah i don't want to be like um first of all i don't want you guys to think that i'm like cool with that and also i don't want i don't want to be all like hunter x hunter is perfect anime because it's not no, we we know yeah. that there's nuance. Yeah, and like, even besides not loving that character, there's a lot of Hunter x Hunter that I just think is like boring and not very well I, written. Yeah, I and just also, watched. There's good I, stuff about it too. I just watched yeah. Oron High School Host Club in the year of our Lord 2021. Right, <laughs> but the I, main I thing that I wanted to talk about is Aluka and and how how much I love that storyline and how much it, it, yeah just, like, Aluka the that storyline sounds brilliant. Like it's really beautiful. And it came I, out of nowhere. I would like to watch that part of yeah. it. But yeah. Yeah. That was very nice. Thank you, Lucy. Yeah. yeah. I am still smelling like deli meat, by the way. Update. Update on Remy's smell. <laughs> like how many? How many deli meat? Yeah. I couldn't tell you, but it, it's mostly like a like a turkey. Does that <laughs> help? What? I asked how many and you say turkey? Well, they said a out? turkey. Oh. To be fair. How many? And like turkey. a turkey lunchable. My favorite number I is said turkey. My f- <laughs> turkey lunchable. Um, oh, What's I have a last lunchable? game question. Okay. Give me it. This mm-hmm. is this is how many ASMR channels do I subscribe to? And I'm going to give you four numbers. Okay. Thir- 13 43 okay. 32 or 21? 43. 32. 32 is right. I counted yeah. them and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. No one okay. wins anything. Um, oh, I wanted to ask, and we can totally fade out before this, but I just wanted to ask real quick, who's your favorite golden girl? The, the gold one. All right. I never said I watched a lot of episodes. I just said that I watched at least more one more than, than Lucifer. You watched more of it than none. I watched more than none. Does anyone want to know my favorite golden girl? Yes. No. Uh, Jerry? No. Yes. Okay. Bye. Kramer? Is it Kramer? Is it Kramer? What is it? It's Kramer. <laughs> yeah! Alright. I'm going to end my...